If you deploy uh, one of these systems before integration and you don't get that integration done in short order, the risk of failure is higher. And that's another reason why you know, provider satisfaction is so important. Hi, I'm Marianne Bohr with Hims, and I'm here with Matt Revis, Chief Operating Officer of Twistle by Health Catalyst. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Marianne. Now, today we're going to talk about the intelligent, individualized, and data-driven future of patient care. That sounds very exciting. So, Matt, why don't you tell us a little bit about Twistle by Health Catalyst? Sure. So, Twistle generates better outcomes and ROI by keeping patients activated in their own care, which means they're engaged, they're on track, and they're supported. And we meet them where they are at the right time. Um, We use secure SMS, which to a patient feels like text messaging, except it's HIPAA compliant. And what we do is we tell patients what they need to know, what they need to do, and we get key information back from them all at the time that needs to happen. That series of messages in support of an episode of care we call a pathway. We have major deployments at large health systems like Providence and Indiana University, as well as medium-sized systems like Carl Health, Christiana Care, Care New England. And a key success factor in all of these deployments is integrating our pathways with upstream systems, usually electronic health records. We're part of the Epic App Orchard and the Cerner Code Program. Uh, That ensures a seamless experience, not just for the patient, but for the care teams. And we integrate into RPM devices. And I should say that originally, Twistle achieved product market fit in surgical use cases, ensuring patients were prepared for their surgery and recovered quickly through these series of instructions, and thereby reducing readmissions and length of stay. And we also got very high patient satisfaction ratings. And so over time, we've seen our customers expand the use cases to include chronic care management and population health because Twistle is a very versatile tool and because we have a certification program called Twistle Academy that allows our customers to build and deploy their own Twistle pathways. Now, Matt, Health Catalyst acquired Twistle mid-year. How is that integration going? It's going really well, and I think I would attribute that to the cultural alignment between the two companies. When you see the world the same way, things tend to fall into place. And when Health Catalyst first approached us last spring, you know, the first thing we did at Twistle was look at their values, which they call the Health Catalyst way. And we were really amazed at how well they overlapped with our own values. And actually, later we found out that they used the same litmus test, and that's part of why they pursued Twistle. So with that foundational alignment, the integration is going great. Uh, The team is really enthusiastic about the work that we're going to do together. We've got product integration plans coming together. So it's it's going great. And my next uh, question kind of dovetails with that. What do you feel is the most significant opportunity for Twistle and Health Catalyst as an offering? Well, uh, as is... uh, natural given this conversation, we think that uh, the combination of the population health tools that Health Catalyst has with Twistle is the lowest hanging fruit. And, And what I mean by that is it's something of high value that we can deploy quickly to show that value. So, um, one of the really important tools that Health Catalyst has is called Population Analyzer. And this is a way for a health system to reduce large patient populations into specific cohorts. 
And if you can create cohorts that meet a specific set of criteria, you can say, hey, for that group of patients, we want to automatically send this very specific twistle pathway. For this other group of patients, we want to send a different twistle pathway. And for this third group, we're going to send yet another twistle pathway. So by by being able to very quickly segment your patient population using health catalyst tools and then engage those subsets of the population using twistle, you can really show how a more personalized, um, directed engagement strategy can drive results. And of course, the the COVID-19 pandemic has brought about a lot of increases in the adoption of virtual care. So what I wanted to ask Matt is, do you believe virtual care will continue to play a major role in population health management? Absolutely. And I think one of the important learnings from the pandemic um, is related to health equity, who is getting sick and who is getting care. And virtual care is a massively important part of addressing health equity for populations that don't have close proximity to healthcare facilities or have other access challenges. Also, virtual care scales care teams. You know, we're seeing right now a major shortfall in, in qualified healthcare providers, doctors, nurses, uh, even navigators. And virtual care helps address that gap by force multiplying care teams. So one example I can give you is when we first deployed Twistle at Providence to address um, uh, uh, COVID patients overwhelming their ICUs, the nurses were, were able to manage 25 patients remotely. So if someone couldn't get, didn't need to be in the ICU or the ICU was overcrowded and they were kind of on the edge, they'd say, you know what, go home, we're gonna monitor you from home. And the nurses were actually placing phone calls every few hours to check in on how these patients were doing, and they could manage 25 patients per nurse. Once we deployed Twistle to allow that, that, that every few hour check-in to be automated, the ratio went to 100 patients per nurse, so a 4x increase. Um, and so you can see why force multiplying the care teams is, is a real benefit of this type of uh, virtual care. And, and why we are uh, expanding into chronic care and, and uh, integrating with, with remote patient monitoring devices. That definitely makes a lot of sense, if they're able to uh, do more with less. And, uh, kind of dovetailing with that, how critical do you believe that telemedicine and telecare are to the success of population health management programs? I think it's critically important, um, you know, and, I, and I, I'll come back to health equity. I mean, I think really in the long term, population health is about health equity and um, virtual care is a critical component of that. It will continue to be. Um, and also uh, virtual care lowers costs. Um, it's, it's less expensive. It's more aligned with value based care. So I think we're going to continue to see um uh, more and more adoption as part of a, a broader population health management strategy. I did want to ask also about some of the most common use cases that uh, your organization has seen for telecare adoption as part of uh, population health management programs. Yeah, I mean, I think chronic care, as I mentioned, is is a major one. Um, anytime where you need a, um, a regular um, intervention, uh, to check in on how patients are doing for uh, care of a particular condition is, is lends itself really well to virtual, to virtual care, uh, particularly when you can integrate with those remote patient monitoring devices. Um, I also think, you know, very basic things like ensuring that everybody has an annual wellness visit 
Twistle's great for that because you know you reach out to people at just the right time, um, and if you're able to personalize that message a little bit, you can uh, really um, frame it in a way that's going to resonate with with that person. Say, you know what, I really should have my annual wellness visit. Those things, you know, have a major impact on uh, the health of a population over time. So. Um, you know, those are chronic care, annual wellness. These are all really important um, use cases. Yes, I could definitely see that. Sometimes people just need that little nudge and kind of the reminder that their provider does remember, you know, who they are and, you know, like wants to see them. And uh, speaking of, uh, you know, integrating these, uh, these uh, telecare methods, what are some of the hurdles do you see for organizations who are looking to adopt more clinical patient communication and to add in remote patient monitoring to that? You know, typically the, the biggest hurdle that we see is that there is a gap in digital strategy leadership and consensus building and in a health system. And, you know, just too many cooks. Um, and the wherewithal to make the upfront investments in a time of financial pressure. Um, the second is you know, it takes a lot to combine clinical processes with a technology deployment. That's just, you know, typically those are separate silos in a health system. Providers sometimes get nervous. Is technology going to replace me or is it going to assist me? You know, what does this mean? Um, so I think that is something that, that health systems need to get over and, and recognize that, hey, we're going to have to start combining some of those silos. A third is that you know, in a lot of cases, the, the user experience in these deployments isn't very good. Um, you know, a lot of the EHRs who have some kind of patient engagement functionality, for example, don't have very high adoption of that type of patient engagement deployment because the UX is poor. Another example is if you think about RPM device deployments, sometimes patients can't figure out how to get the Bluetooth connected or get on Wi-Fi. You know, and as that all gets simpler, it will get easier. But I think there is some, you know, there's friction there as a result of some of those UX challenges. You know, one of the reasons that we early in our, uh, our time at Twistle migrated from being an app-based system to an SMS-based system was exactly for this reason. Um, we still have an app, but 98 plus percent of our deployments are around our secure SMS just because it's easier for the patient. And then... Um, the final thing I'll say about hurdles is that, and I mentioned this before, remote patient monitoring and clinical patient communication are really well aligned with value-based care and not as well aligned with fee-for-service care. It's, it's still helpful in fee-for-service, but it really is, um, uh, uh, the, the, the benefits are accentuated in a value-based care environment. And so I think there's some tethering to that industry transition, um, that as you see more and more uh, momentum towards value-based care, and it's been slow, it's getting a little bit faster, but it's been slow, you'll see more rapid adoption of these kinds of technologies and communications tools. Right. That's kind of what I think is so interesting about uh, what Twizzle does is that, you know, most everybody knows how to use a text, right? So you don't have to, you know, be so concerned with that I update my app, you know, things like that. So I think that's pretty great. And um, for organizations that have adopted these technologies, you know, remote patient monitoring, clinical communications, what does the success look like for them? Let me start by saying that my definition of success is kind of, well, what does it look like one to two years in? Because I don't want to suggest that you shouldn't start 
deploying these types of solutions until everything is all buttoned up on the first day. I think that's not realistic and it's a process. Um, That said, uh, success means uh, that a health system knows where the investments are working in terms of ROI and outcomes because concrete goals were set and the analytics mechanisms to measure them are in place. And so they know where they need to make modifications. So that's the first thing. Second is provider staff satisfaction ratings are high in addition to patient satisfaction ratings. Even if patients love a system, if the providers don't like it, it's not going to be successful. So when you see a successful deployment, you can generally presume that by and large, the providers are buying in. Um, the, the third is that the upstream systems integrations are in place, ensuring that the data integrity is optimized. Um, you know, if you deploy uh, one of these systems before integration and you don't get that integration done in short order, the risk of failure is higher. And that's another reason why, you know, provider satisfaction is so important. If, if a provider has to constantly switch between multiple different consoles, they get frustrated. But if you do that integration with the EHR, a system like Twistle operates in the background. It just happens automatically. They don't have to think about it. And so that has a huge uh, impact on success. And then finally, you'll see uh, where success uh, has been achieved, that there's a strong leadership in place driving governance. Uh, of how these technologies are deployed. And that forces the organization to think about the patient and the provider experience, to prioritize the use cases that are going to be deployed, and then to gauge investments and measure results relative, again, to those established success metrics. Now, let me kind of see if I've got some of the key takeaways that we had here is that, well, one thing that Twistle Health Catalyst is uh, tackling is that the opportunity to really combine you know, AI, artificial intelligence with, with patient data. And the, by combining those for, to better patient care is kind of where you see the future of healthcare going? Well, I think that's actually an incredibly important part of the integrated Twistle Health Catalyst story. So over time, we'll be able to use all of the rich data that Health Catalyst has across their customer base to personalize Twistle pathways and make them that much more effective. I think that's critical. Um, you know, Health Catalyst already has a major initiative in, in AI to help organizations figure out where trends in, um, in, in care metrics mean, you know, real changes they have to address or whether they're just um, anomalies that, that are, are part of the normal course and you don't have to worry about it so much. And that's really important because that's how you direct your resources. Twistle is adding on to that by saying, hey, when we engage with patients, we want to do it in the most personalized, impactful way. And in order to do that, you have to have data. You have to have SDOH data. You have to have clinical data. You have to have demographic data. And if we have that data, we can use it to personalize the Twistle pathway to make it so much more simple and appealing for a patient to be activated to take charge of their own care. And that's really what Twistle is all about. Right. You can really see where like the SDOH data that plays into the whole population health, you know, kind of improving the health of the population over time. And uh, so one of the other kind of takeaways I have is that even though it's the pandemic that kind of made everybody start adopting telehealth and telemedicine more, it, it really has demonstrated that expanded access to digital health care really can improve the patient experience long term. Absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, everybody realized that. 
patients realize that, health systems realize that, providers realize that. So I think, you know, the accelerated adoption of these technologies is here to stay, both because, um, you know, people like it better. And also, you know, you mentioned it just now. I mentioned it a couple of times before. It really helps to close the health equity gap, which is a major gap and one of the most important things that we have to do um, uh, here in, in healthcare. And so this is this is a part of a solution that we're still learning um, how to piece together. Right. And of course, that leads into the other takeaway that I have, which is that, you know, clinical communication really has the potential to deliver the coaching and education and support that patients really need through their whole care journey. And that seems like it's going to have to improve both patient satisfaction and their care outcomes. And it probably would even improve provider satisfaction as well to see those things all working together. Yeah. It's, and in the end, it's all about those care outcomes. That's what we're all chasing. And, um, you know, we're, there's really strong evidence suggesting that these kinds of technologies, um, uh, when deployed properly, generate better outcomes. And that's the name of the game. Matt, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks, Marianne. You too.